It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Yeah, I'm Sid. I'm Thomas. From Flying Joe, and you're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. My name's Lou Lombardi, a.k.a. Ludini, and uh, we've got a great interview uh, for you guys today with a band uh, from Canada called Flying Joes. And uh, if you ask me, I think that, uh, you know, Canada has a long tradition of amazing power trios, and I think that we may be seeing the next generation uh, right here on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. The, their record absolutely kicks ass. You're going to love it. We're going to play a song a little bit later. Uh, before we get into that, let me uh, give you uh, the lowdown on the hoedown here. You are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Um, that is LudiniRockandRollCircus.com. Uh, you can go there. Uh, we have well, Right now we're putting out two interviews a week. Very soon we will be back to doing our full music podcast as well. So you can check that out, LubiniRockAndRollCircus.com. I'd like to thank my sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, PPLMag.com. That's Pittsburgh's first internet radio, TV network, online community magazine, and business directory. Uh, when you sign up there, you get all kind of uh, videos and podcasts just like this one with uh, all kind of great information on a wide variety of topics. You can read articles and get coupons and find businesses. And if you'd like to get yourself in front of about a million people a month, that is right, one million people a month, uh, you can set up your own magazine page, you get your own blog, you get featured in the Turning Page magazine. So it's a great place to promote yourself if you've got something going on. Uh, I would like to now tell you guys about this absolutely amazing freaking kick-ass band that I have on the line with me today. This is a band called Flying Joes. Uh, they're uh, based in Montreal, Canada. Uh, Flying Joes evoke the raw power of pure 70s rock, inspired by an authentic blues sensibility. They were formed back in uh, 2014. The trio of Sid, JF, and Thomas has a contagious energy, both live and on record, bolstered by their modern rock sound, their uh, festive uh, road trip songs called to mind classic bands like Led Zeppelin and Cream. Uh, we've got Thomas and Sid on the line. Guys, welcome to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Hi, Lou. How are hey, you? Guys, Thanks for having us. No problem. Um, uh, when, you, when you guys talk, since we don't know you yet, when you just say your name, say this is Sid, and then, and, and then if it's Thomas, say this is Thomas, and until we get uh, everybody squared away here. Um, but I, what I'd like to do is um, I want to talk about the formation of the band, but I'd like to talk to you guys individually first about your individual uh, uh, musical uh, influences and what inspired you to get into music. So, Sid, why don't you, uh, why don't you start with that? Yeah, um, I began to play bass at, uh, I was 10 years old, and uh, <laughs> it was funny because uh, I, I had a band at that time, and uh, we didn't find a, a singer, you know, I was like, uh, I don't know, 12 years old, something like this, <laughs> and we <laughs> we wrote um, all the original songs at that time, and kind of, you know, 
punk <laughs> because we didn't play so very well. So, um, so we, we didn't have a, a singer, and uh, we, um, we, uh, we were we were three: uh, guitarist, uh, drummer, and me on bass. And uh, we we just want to to know uh, uh, who, who uh, um, could could sing, you know, in, in the in the band. So we. We we did like a contest to uh, <laughs> to know uh, uh, who, who, who can sing in the band. So I, I so we we try we try to to sing a song and uh, that's it. It was me. <laughs> so I began to sing, you know, early when I was 12 years old and play bass at the same time. So I listened a lot of uh, Zeppelin and uh, Rush and Maiden. Iron Maiden was my uh, influences at that time to play and sing at the same time. So you like so you really like you sort of had a a little bit of a heavy metal uh, kind of influence there with yeah the, when uh, I was a teenager yeah I was a heavy metal uh, fan yeah but after oh. you know I studied at college jazz stuff and uh, um, after this rock, you know, kind of blues rock and roll uh, yeah. Cool. Okay. Very good. Th- Thomas, why don't you tell us about uh, your uh, early days and what made you get inspired to play the drums? Um, I was um, I started playing uh, drums at 13 years old, but uh, prior than that, um, I always wanted to play drums. So uh, I was always air drumming on uh, Guns N' Roses or uh, Metallica or Nirvana. That was my first uh, influences. And then um, I started uh, I started doing uh, commercials when I was uh, 12 or 13 years old. So I started earning money, so I could buy my own set of drums. So uh, my parents uh, told me that I had to take uh, lessons. So I started uh, taking lessons at 13 years old, and um, it started right there, and uh, it kept going until now. Who are some of your favorite drummers of all time? Of all time, that's a good question. But uh, so one name that comes to mind is uh, John Bonham, of course. Of course, yeah. Uh, maybe uh, I like uh, prog, prog rock music too. So I like uh, Neil Peart, or um, I like uh, Stuart Copeland from The Police. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like many different drummers. They all have their their different touches. Their different. Uh, styles so um I, I try to take a part of each drummer into my own style to create my, now, my unique style uh, so how did uh, and you guys can both trade off on this how did you and um sid end up uh playing together initially you were played together before flying joe's correct yeah sure we uh we had a band called uh, frenchman because we are french canadian uh, you notice <laughs> yeah. a French band called uh, Jellyfish, but not the American band. Mm-hmm. Canadian band it's Jelly. It's uh, J E L L Y F I C H E. Okay. And for eight years, and uh, we met Thomas um, in that band with that band, and uh, I think uh, Thomas played with us. Uh, I played uh, with you guys. Years. Um... Yeah, four or five years. Yeah, we did a tour in France, European tour. It was so great. What um, we got so two albums uh, with uh, with Jellyfish. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but well, but it's, it's hard, you know, it's hard with the prog music to. Uh, oh, so it, was a, it was a progressive rock. That's what I was going to ask you. It was like a progressive rock band. 
Yeah, exactly. It was a progressive okay. rock Sorry. band, and it's a it's a hard market because there's not a lot of uh, fans of the style, and uh, there's not a lot of um, I don't know. It's it's really a hard market to 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 get into. Yeah, not the um, same thing in Europe. Yeah. But here yeah. in uh, in America, I think it's it's harder. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like I, it seems like like there's like an uh, there's like a um like a niche or like a like kind of a core following with like bands like Dream Theater, and uh, it seems like they've been able to like kind of sustain that or carve that out. Are you guys yeah, Dream yeah. Theater fans? Yeah, um, I, I was a big Dream Dream Theater fan. Uh, a couple of years ago, um, the, 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 the most popular progressive rock uh, nowadays are bands like Dream Theater that are heavier in style. Yeah. yeah. So classic prog, uh, prog rock music is, uh, is less popular than uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Like Gentle Giant and bands like that that weren't as hard rock. Um, yeah, exactly. So, so how did you guys so, – so what made you guys decide to put together – Flying Joe's with this, like, uh, I mean, with this incredible uh, take on this sort of 70s blues-based rock. I mean, how did you, what, what made you guys decide to, to go in this direction? Yeah, basically, it's, uh, it's a JF, the, the guitarist. It was his mm-hmm. dream, uh, you know, because I, I really enjoyed to to uh, to build Jellyfish at that time. But um, I... Uh, I, I I was not a, a big fan of uh, blues music, uh, but you know, I um, I did a gig one one time and uh, I I said to myself, hey, it's it's cool to play some some blues because it's not a kind of music that I I, I played a lot before. And uh, after this, uh, Jeff uh, asked me uh, after you know no no we we had Jellyfish at that time at the same time two like kind of four years ago. And mm-hmm. I said, oh, no, I'm not sure because I, I, I worked hard with uh, to, to book Jellyfish and everything. And uh, I said, no, but after this gig, the blues gig, I said, hey, it's it's really cool, this kind of music. It's simple, but I like the, the soul. I like, the you know, the spirit of the, the kind of music. And uh, we, we began to, to, to write songs and to just to, to try to, just to, yeah, to, to, to try to, 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 uh, to create a kind of, of music and, and feel it, and it was very, very, very interesting. So you know, you, you know my uh, my background. So <laughs> the blues <laughs> style just be, begin. It grows on you. It yeah. It grow on you. It, it grow on you, but it, it grow in, in rock style. So <laughs> and my voice is not really blues. You know, right? I, no, I no, like I mean, kind of rock and roll. Right. Thing. Yeah. 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 It isn't really like. Uh, you know, you guys aren't like BB uh, King or uh, yeah, or Buddy Guy. It's not really what you're doing. It's not at it's all. It's more like kind of what came after that. You know, uh, in, in rock, uh, like like uh, uh, Led Zeppelin and Cream, and, yeah, and, and sure. more and more in that vein for sure. Um, they were so, they were inspired by blues. Uh, all course. these bands that you mentioned were inspired yeah. by blues. Uh, how does the songwriting process uh, work in Flying Joe's? Who does the writing? Yeah, it's uh, JF and me. Okay. And uh, you know, Jeff and I work together. Sometimes we compose separately, and but usually we we finish songs and arrangements together. And but I I write all lyrics on the music. Rarely I start with the lyrics, but uh, you know, to write I'm I, I'm inspired by what I live, you know, experiences and 
friend experiences. Uh, but usually, uh, Jeff plays alone his guitar and finds some riff first to bring new songs, but sometimes mm-hmm. we, we compose together, you know, and uh, I hear melodies and songs ideas in my head, and ju- usually at night, uh, <laughs> so I can <laughs> go night. to my computer and record it, <laughs> and do, do you, uh, don't sleep do until 4 or 5 a.m. <laughs> do you write riffs on the bass? Do you sit down and go, oh, you know, you come up with riffs on the bass, do you do that? Rarely. It's right always so, uh, so kind JF of... Com- JF comes up with the riffs, primarily. Yeah, you know, it's half and half, I, I think, because okay. I play guitar, so... Okay. Yeah. Okay, but it's okay. on bass, you, I need to have, you know, a good riff on bass to, to write on bass, but it's, it's really, really rare. Rare. Okay, I got you. Yeah. I got you. Cool. And speak, I tell you what we're going to do. Um, we're going to play a song. Um, speaking of great riffs, and I want to come back and talk about riffs, because... There are so many riffs and so many bands that have written so many amazing riffs. It's like I want to talk to you guys about how you are still able to take this riff-based rock and make it original sounding because it it doesn't sound, you know what I mean? Yes, it's inspired by Cream and Led Zeppelin, but it does not sound like that. You guys have done something original. So we're going to talk about that in a second. Um, Thank you. We're going to play the song Let It Out, which has a killer riff. And we're going to come back. This is, uh, hey, guys, everybody, you're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus with Flying Joes. This is uh, uh, the title. This is not the title track. This is the first track off of, uh, oh, this is the title track. What's the album called? Is the album called Flying Joes? No, it's called Let It Out. It's actually called Let It Out. So it is the title track. Sorry about that. The Let It Out by Flying (laughs) Joes is Let It Out by Flying Joes on the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Okay, guys, that is an absolutely badass riff. Now, <laughs> how do you guys come? Like, how do you like do that and go and and not just copy Led Zeppelin accidentally or Cream or you know where where, where does it where does it come from and how do you do it? Yeah, it's a question for for my guitarist because uh, <laughs> yeah, most of the riffs are from him. But yeah. uh, I think he's a really big fan of of blues. And mm-hmm. rock and roll uh, influences, so um, I, <laughs> I cannot. Yeah, it's it's just a, a mixture of uh, all the styles uh, he listens to, and yeah, he just come up. Uh, it's all in his head. Yeah, but you know, riffs of inspiration is just in the air. Huh? 
and you mm-hmm. just need to catch it. Ah, okay. <laughs> it's, your, right. it's your own interpretation of, uh, you know, spiritual thing that you catch in the air because it's for everybody, you know, an insp- inspiration. Of course. Of course. Um, so, um, and when you have a gift, you know, yeah, you yeah, yeah. To do music, you, it's, it's, it's more, it's easier to, to catch it, you know? Right. Let's talk a little bit about the band playing together. Um, you know, this is a three-piece rock band. Yeah. Um, and you're not, you know, there's no rhythm guitar, there's no keyboard player, no horn section. Um, how does, uh, Sid, and, and, I, and you could talk about this too, Thomas, how does that affect your approach to the bass or the drums? Sid, like, how does it affect your approach to the bass? You know, are you, are you trying to fill up more spaces? Are you trying to group, just lay back and groove harder with Thomas? Or how, how, do, you, how do you approach that? Well, when, you, when you're playing in a three-piece band, it's, uh, you get more space uh, to fill. So mm-hmm. um, it's kind of fun because when you're playing in a larger band, like in a five-piece or a six-piece band or even larger than that, you kind of take your, your spot and not throw too much notes. But uh, when you're a three-piece band, you can jam more, uh, experience more. Um, Play yeah. dirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got a lot of more space and a lot of more uh, freedom, too. But it's only live because, you know, in the studio, we we can uh, we can do some overdubs, you know. But there is, it doesn't, I don't hear a lot of overdubbing on this. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? I don't hear, like, where, uh, you know, he went back and added rhythm guitars and stuff. There's a lot of places where the solo comes in and there is no other guitar. It's just, you know, the slamming bass there. And you add a little bit of overdrive on the bass, which I think helps to thicken it up, too. Yeah, but for the first album, I think Jeff uh, wanted uh, raw things like, you know, CDC mm-hmm. or the um, early Led Zeppelin. But uh, I think for the next album, for example, we will have some keyboards on on uh, some, um, some, some some songs. We'll, we'll have some keyboards, I think. Um. So tell so so is is um, the recording process then is does JF does he primarily sort of like the producer when it when it when it comes to the studio, um, or do you guys all work together? Yeah, we we're working together. It's a team, you know. Uh, yeah, but it was our producer that give give us uh, the, the sound that we we have on the first album. Uh, because Glenn Robinson, it. sorry. Okay. Yeah, because because uh, Glenn Robinson is is a great uh, reputation in rock and roll, you know, in, in Montreal, for example. He did a lot of uh, uh, famous artists like BB uh, King. Uh, did uh, Rolling Stone Live, Moist. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of people. So you you have a great experience, and uh, the, our our guitar sounds very very great, very uh, large. Yeah, it's thick. It's a, it's a, you guys you guys got a great sound in the studio. Um yeah. uh, Thomas, what's your what is your favorite let's shift to the live show. What is your favorite track to play live? What's your favorite song to play live? Uh the title track, Let It Out. <laughs> it's uh, it's really um it's really a it's kind of a slow song, but really heavy slow song. So I get to I get to smash the drums on this song, so <laughs> I love it. I love the riff. I love playing this riff. I can even play this riff uh, standing. So it's 
it's really fun to play. Cool. What about what, what about you, Sid? I have a feeling you're going to say the same thing. But what's your favorite? <laughs> exactly. What, the same you know, the song is, sorry. Go ahead. The the song is heavy, and uh, I like the riff. I like the lyrics too. I like the message in this song. You know that do you um, the, the the people uh, wearing masks. You know everybody's wearing uh, mask. Mm-hmm. So uh, I like to I like the energy. I like the vibe of this song. Really. The riff is great, and when we play this song live, you no, know, we are just a three-piece band, but it sounds like we we are five or six on stage. <laughs> yeah, it's all that energy. So, guy, what is the? Can you tell everybody, folks who have folks that haven't seen you guys? So there, you guys have a a pretty good YouTube presence, so people want to go and check out some videos. But can you tell us a little bit about the uh, uh, Flying Joe's live experience? What could folks expect when they come out and see you guys? Well, I think people can experience. Um the feeling of seeing maybe a 70s shows in 2016, mm. uh, seeing the raw energy and the, the, the uh, three musicians having fun on stage and just uh, just putting their lives on stage and just uh, putting a fire on their instruments. Mm. It's just um, a raw dose of uh, energy and it's just... Uh, uh, you gotta come see us uh, to experience it, but um, I think it's a, a dose of uh, a dose of energy. Yeah, and you know, I can I can tell that uh, it's really like we, we we like what we do, and we have a contagious energy live. So it's just kick ass and real good uh, rock stuff. I think I like people. I like to give a, a a great show. So I think the the energy is really contagious live. So um, now you guys, you guys uh, hinted at, at at a follow up uh, to to this record. Um, so what the, what is going on with you guys in the next six to twelve months? Are you going to tour? Are you going to talk about doing a new record? What, what what does it look like? Yeah, absolutely. We begin. We we are be, beginning the the tour right now. Uh, we we were in Montreal uh, last Thursday, and uh, we played the the Grand Grand Prix uh, on Crescent. Uh, in Montreal too. Yeah, on it's, June 11th. Yeah, we are at the Maison de la Culture Waterloo in uh, in Quebec, just uh, the day before, and uh, we will uh, we will we will play in uh, New Brunswick, Moncton, Edmonton, uh, in Quebec, uh, in uh, Rouen Noranda, Val d'Or in Abitibi. Uh, we will play in Toronto, um, Ontario, Toronto, uh, Ottawa. Um, you know, we we have a kind of I don't remember, but I think something it's, uh, twelve gigs or venue. I think it's about uh, yeah. it's more than that. It's more, more than twenty. Okay. So if you guys want to check us out, just uh, go on the, the website uh, on, the, on the website flyingjobs.com, and uh, you can check the whole uh, schedule, uh, and you can you can come check us out. Yeah, it's the tour for the for for the album for now, but we we expect to to play you know United States, and we hope so. And uh, and you're up too. Yeah, that's what I was just going to ask you. I hope that you guys can make it uh, uh, down here to uh, to the United States. Uh, well, I'd love to see you guys uh, uh, up close uh, and personal. Um, well, that you know, is there anything else you'd like the, fo- the the folks at home to know about Flying Joe's before we uh, before we wrap up here? Oh, um, anything we've missed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot, but, but you know, 
you the know, most important you, thing is, yeah. is to come see us live and just feel the energy that we're trying to uh, to throw in the people's faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but okay. uh check us out and uh we'll, we'll we're trying to to come to the united states and uh that would be awesome but uh, as you know um it's not uh, that easy to to cross the borders so uh, right right we're trying that touring is expensive to, yeah so yeah, yeah. but I, one one thing i think i can say it's it's um for the rockers people who like really enjoy rock music it's a good thing to discover some some new bands like Flying Joe's. It's a good one, you know, kind of a Zeppelin uh, uh, mood and uh, Rival Sons. I'm a big, a huge fan of uh, Rival Sons, the, the band from California. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a good thing to discover new bands. We have a, a lot of good bands, and Flying Joe's is a, a good rock band if uh, with the 70s spirit, but sounds like today, you know. Yeah, I don't like I said. It, there's some magic there, guys, because you guys, Rival Sons, Temperance Movement. There's another guy. I think he's on your label. Um, he plays. He plays. He's like a one-man band. Uh, his name escapes me. Uh, is it uh, Scott Hill? Steve Hill. Steve Hill. Oh, Steve Hill. Yeah. Yeah, and he kind of has a cool. Yeah, he's amazing. But there's a lot of great music, um, uh, you know, out there like that, and it's really exciting to hear that. Like, you know, just when you thought like, oh well, rock and roll, I guess that's over. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. guys come out. It's and not over. Rival sons and these bands are like, no, man, heck with that. We're gonna rock. So th- sure. that's really exciting. I appreciate that. I'm so glad you guys are out there doing it. <laughs> oh, thanks a lot, Lou. <laughs> no problem. Well, guys, <laughs> thank thank you guys so much for uh, spending some time with us um, today. Um, and we will make sure we get the word out about this. Um, do you have? Uh, you guys have a couple of minutes. I'd like to do a bonus question after we finish the official podcast. You got a minute? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys, you've been listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, my interview with Flying Joes. Flying Joes is just a band you you just have to check them out. There's, you know, and it's flyingjoes.com and they're uh and if you're uh, if if in the Great White North, uh you can definitely you you can have easy access to going to see them live. Uh us down here in the uh Lower 48, we have to uh, we have to wait a little bit. We have to be a little patient. But they've got a great YouTube presence. There's a lot of great videos, so you can get a little taste of it. It's flyingjoes.com. You're listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. That is ludinirockandrollcircus.com. Uh, please go there to check out all the interviews and the music podcasts. If you believe in this kind of music, if you're like, yeah, I want to hear more rock and roll, I think the world needs to know about this music, please go to supportindierock.com. Dot com where uh, you can get involved with uh, the projects that we have coming up here in the next year to pr- do more to promote and get the word out about bands like Flying Joe's, Vexine, uh, and all these different amazing bands uh, that, that we've been able to bring you. Uh, one more time to my sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live Magazine, pplmag.com. Thank you so much for uh, all your help. And guys, thank you for listening. This is the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. LudiniRockAndRollCircus.com and we will see you guys on the next podcast. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.